Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Right, you guys welcome to the temple of hoop live we back at you nba finals edition go to state warriors go into boston down 2-1 tie the series 2-2 steph curry probably his best nba finals game ever 43 points 10 rebounds four assists big moments in the fourth quarter wiggins unsung hero 17 and 16 dude Looney plus 21 wiggins plus 20 um Man, I gotta just just hop right into it, man. What what you got from what you see out there, bro? Ooh, man, they tough series, tough series. But uh, shout out to Curry today. He came through fourth quarter this time. Started off a little bit rough, but picked it up. I think it helped that uh, his guys, um, his guys. I think they made it easy on him in the fourth in terms of. Uh, their two-way play. You saw Wiggins get big offensive rebounds and putbacks, and great defense on Jay Tatum. You saw Clay great defense on Brown, big shots in the fourth. And even you know we talked about pulling new media. He got pulled. They made their run, but made two key passes under control. Made a great show, great effort. I, I'll give Draymond his props because a lot of players when they get pulled like that with a pouted. Might have, you know, been upset, but uh, kept it professional. He understands his strengths, and uh, he just he just stuck with it when he came in. You know, um, it was actually pretty crazy to see. You know, he came in and and he uh, he stopped trying to um, stop trying to do like all this other weird stuff he was trying to do earlier. Started being over in terms of being over aggressive and just play within himself. It's it's like that benching kind of woke him up in terms of hey, let me you know let me not try to do too much. Let me do what I do best. And uh, he had two great passes at the end of the game. And as well as a, a great offensive rebound is also. Yeah, I think if if anything, you know, Draymond is very smart. I think he's he's very self aware. I think the way he plays shows that. Like he doesn't knows he can't shoot, so he's always hunting to get somebody else's shot. He's very self aware. So you know, I'm not surprised he took the professional route. It was mm-hmm. a good. Team. They came back in and was effective down the stretch, making two key plays. Um, nine rebounds, eight assists. One for seven. I'm not mad at the seven shots, but early on it was. I think in the second half he was more impactful. The first half was. I, I was a little nervous and wondering if Steve Kerr would do what he had to do. I think Steve Kerr found a balance going offense defense instead of just all out pulling him. I think that I think that helped the situation too, where he still felt like he was a part of something. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, it's 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 it, what we're seeing with the with this game with these with this with this series is that uh you know both of these teams are very evenly matched in terms of firepower and defensive uh defensive ability and it's really going to come down to who's going to execute in key stretches who's going to make that those key substitutions um you saw Kerr did it tonight in the fourth did all pushed all the right buttons 
did the offense defensive subs that worked out very successfully. Um, now it's on the, it's, I think it's going to be on the Celtics to adjust now in terms of the Warriors went small, but they were able to out rebound Boston because once again, Wiggins and Looney are just been, have been rebounding monsters all playoffs. That has not stopped. So, um, I think Tatum and Brown are going to have to help out rebounding. I think that's really going to be the key. They, they built big guys. They're going to have to, you know, they're going to have to put, put more, you know what I mean? Like at this point, you know, it's whoever wants it more. So they're going to have to get more. I think they're going to have to get in and, and, and help with gang rebounding. Yeah, I agree. Um, I mean, I think, I think Tatum was pretty good on the glass. Let me pull it up real quick. He had 11, uh, Robert Williams had 12, but I think Jalen Brown having six, uh, probably yeah. Up a little more. Holford only has six. Uh, yeah, I mean, guys. yeah. Shout out to Tatum with eleven. It's just I want to see both him and Brown, you know, try to be flirting with double digits, you know, in, in this type of series when you're getting out rebounded by, you know, by Golden State small ball. They, you know, because Wigan has sixteen. You know what I mean? So it's like you want to see Tatum and, and Brown not just rebound, also but box out better too as well. Just you know, be more active inside in the trenches. Yeah, and, and also what, what, something else I want to think you're right about the rebounding, by the way, is, is, you know, Wiggins has been a monster all playoffs on the glass. And it's weird because he was averaging like four or five rebounds for his career. He just finally decided to use his, you know, crazy athleticism. Um, I think I got to give Kerr credit. It was two things. One, the Draymond offense defense thing I think was very smart to, to just keeping the floor space for, for Steph and Clay and Wiggins. I also think. He saw the starting lineup was a bad look early and just mixed it from the jump. I think it was like four minutes and he was like, okay, this isn't going to work. You know, normally mm-hmm. guys like to let it ride, but like he could see that it just wasn't going to work with, you know, the, the, the small, the super small lineup without Looney at least. As from a rebound standpoint, because I think Time Lord was dominant in the first quarter mm-hmm. and a real rough. And I think him mixing that early, you know, what would, would kind of, you know, I'm not going to say save the game because early, but I think it kind of, put them back on the right track after a rough start. Yeah, I mean, it's remember I told you that Curry's going to have to be more flexible and adapt better on the fly, and he did that tonight, and, and they won. So you can't, no, no knock to, uh, to, um, to um, Curry. Even when he had Curry out in the beginning of the fourth, uh, I think one of the people tweeted that he should put him in once the league gets to three by Boston. Boston went up two, and Curry was back in, so. He he he's, you know he's been he's been doing all the right things on the fly in game in game four. He was doing all the right things in terms of in game adjustments. I think uh, if he continues that, game five should be a good one for them at home. You know they're going to be able to have, you know the home home crowd kind of boost their shooters up and their role players up. So they have a great chance to go three two. I, I like I like the Warriors next game. Right. And I think we both discussed, I think we were both wondering why Steph and Clay's minutes were so low. It was like 36, 37. They were mm-hmm. both for 40 tonight. Wiggins played 43. So you already know what type of time <laughs> is getting to that point. These guys got the whole summer to rest, man. I agree with the 40-plus minutes, especially with, you know, two and three days between games. There's no reason for, you know, your star players to be under, you know, under 40 minutes at this point in the season. You know, you can take them play 42. Jalen Brown played 40 because of foul trouble, or he would he would even been over 40. Marcus Smart played 40. Um, let's talk Steph, man. First off, do you agree this is his best NBA Finals game ever? I got to ask you that first. His best NBA Finals game ever? I mean, 
I don't know. I saw him. I saw him. You know that I think it was that was the in Cleveland was the game four in 2016. I think that was. I don't know if that was a 40 ball or not. Um, I think that was a good one. Uh, I would say this is probably just because of the fact that uh, everybody else was kind of struggling offensively. It was on the road against a very good defensive team, and he was down 2-1, um, and he came out and showed out. Um, I think many people point to 2015, game four, on the road against Cleveland, the same thing. But honestly, I, I wouldn't put that because Cleveland had all those injuries and Delhi was off IVs. I think this one, with Boston, again, having their guys, you know, having the moment, uh, you know, the confidence on their side and, you know, just everybody else was just, you know, was lagging most of the game and he just kept carrying them along steadily. So I think, yeah, you can say this is, this is his best one. I, I probably would say so. Yeah. I'm, I'm with the same as you uh, with the circumstances. People might bring up the 2018 or 2017 finals. I don't feel like the series was ever in doubt in those. Right. I think everybody was, you know, came pretty clear early on, those series weren't going to be very competitive. So, you know what I mean? But I think you consider the circumstances uh, on the road, facing 3-1, best defense in basketball statistically, and you go, you know, 14 of 26, 43, had big moments late, also grabbed 10 boards. I think this is his best finals game ever, and I think it was a dire situation. I, I don't think – I think they win the series, but they, I don't think they could beat Boston three in a row. This was do or die to me. I know people were like, oh, it's not do or die. This was do or die to me. Beating Boston three times in a row, I just, you know, I, I, don't, I still think this is going seven, by the way. I think the home team just wins the rest of the games. That's that's kind of where I am right now. Um, I, I would be I would be very worried about Clay Thompson in that game six, boy. I would oh, yeah. be very worried. <laughs> that would be funny if you get, we get one more game six to clinch the championship. That would be funny. Um, Let's talk about Clay while we're here. Obviously, I think we both have noted that he is not the same that he was defensively. Um, it's kind of been a roller coaster, but I thought the second half he was really good. I thought he pressed a lot in the first half. It was really rough. I think he ended up shooting 50% in the second half. Like he was two for seven and then finished the last, finished the game five for 10 in the second half. So I think he had a really um, under control second half. And hit big shot. The top of the key three to give him the lead was big after they uh, trapped Steph on the left side Balling. there. On top of the key. I got to give it to Clay. Big moments late. So, um, so what do you think about I even think he had, he actually had, you know, for all his defensive struggles, had some really key strips, I think. He knocked the ball loose a few times instead of turnover. So, what did you think about Clay, um, you know, in this game? Yeah, I think that Clay, man, it's the championship. You know mentality. You yeah. know what I'm saying. You play bad. You ha- you're having a rough game, but uh, at the end of the day, you've been there before. You know what it takes to win. And uh, I always Clay's a, Clay's always been a dog on the court in terms of trying to go out and give it 110, regardless what uh, what he's going through physically. So that fourth quarter was just that was just championship heart. Not just big shots, but man, the defense boy, him and Wiggins put. Put the pressure on the Jays, man. Sat on them. It was you know they were fighting through the screens. They were sticking them, sticking the uh the step back, sticking the hezies. It was just it was just a beautiful thing to watch him and Wiggins defend the Jays in that fourth quarter. That was real. That was real championship defense. And as you saw that 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 plus you know I, I don't even say you know Curry had a good fourth for sure, 
But, you know, I think they got a lot of contributions for other people in the fourth in general. But I think the defense of Wiggins and Clay on the Jays, I think that was really the deciding factor in the fourth quarter. Yeah, yeah, I agree. I, I think this is a story of you want to just like, you know, give us a quick, uh, you know, rush over. I think Steph carried them until the other guys kind of found their way on the yeah. road. To contribute. I think that's kind of the story of the game. Yeah. People make that thing about closing clutch, but. Dude, when you out there by yourself offensively for three quarters carrying the team, you know that, that that's clutch to me. You know what I mean? Um, facing three ones, so I don't think this was a clutch performance from Steph. It's just you know the timing of it. But guys, they can should be late, and it's a team game at the end of the day. Those guys are supposed to step up and deliver when you know Steph's getting defended and trapped like that. So I'll give him that. Other thing of note, um, I did think this was Jordan Poole's best game. I think yeah, definitely. I think yes, he bought Steph. A few minutes of rest when he won that little flurry in the second quarter, I believe. He bought steps. Uh, or was that third quarter even two threes? That second quarter. It was on the, the far side of the court. He bought Steph a few minutes with a little flurry um, and let Steph, you know, kind of catch his legs and be ready for a third quarter flurry. So Poole finally came through with 14, um, was plus two. The defense still worries me in long stretches, but I think he was mostly a plus in his 20 minutes. Yeah, I mean, this. I think he made some good plays in terms of getting to the rim. Uh, yeah. I think getting to the rim and drawing, you know, sucking in the Boston defenders to get guys open from the from the outside as well as to get himself some le- good layups. Um, that, I think, was what is what is where he's going to thrive. I think if he stops hunting hero ball threes and he's using his speed and his quickness and his wiggle to get to the rim and look to set guys up for easy dumb downs or to get layups, that's going to, I think, that's going to be where he's going to be the most effective. Um, that's yeah. where he's going to have to leverage this this uh, series. Right. And on top of it, I think he just kept it simple. Like, we didn't see the four or five dribble combos. Yep. Hard pump fake, go, jab and go. You know what I mean? I, I, I'll give you one example. Then this one caught me way off guard. He caught the ball. He had a kind of open three. He pump fake. And he didn't try to do his three dribble combo on Jalen Brown. He just went right by him. Straight to the rim, layup. Yeah, <laughs> I was like, okay, quick decision. Went after it and got himself a bucket, and it yeah, was I that think, simple. And I think you and I think Joseph mentioned this as well about you know just keeping it simple and not being so um, you know erratic or exotic with the package. Man, keep it simple. It's your first finals. You're a young player. Just you know keep it simple and you know stay in your wheelhouse. Um, lastly, before we get to Boston. Wiggins, man, we, we got to give him, you know, we can't just brush over his name tonight. We got to give him his 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 minutes of fame. Come um, on, man, you know what it is, man. Then Kiggs has been living, um, you know, pushing this agenda. Um, I have, have to give Wiggins his respect, even though he cost my guy an uh, all-star berth that he deserved. But uh, shout out to K-pop stands, getting them there. I just they do not win this game without Wiggins tonight on both ends. Um, for me, to me, he's been the Warriors' second best player. The offense doesn't bother him because he's carrying such a load defensively, guarding Tatum um, and Brown and stretches, keeping the best player from going absolutely berserk. So the shooting doesn't bother me like there's other people. But I thought today was just the dirty work and the grunt work, just the championship level stuff from here today. Just quite frankly. I mean, consistent high, uh, consistent teens to high teens in terms of points, double-digit rebounds, essentially, and high-level wing defense. I mean, 
what more could you ask for the wing position from uh, from uh, from your wing position who's now without just being a star? You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, what I mean, that's as good as you'll get from the wing position without being a star is what Wiggins is doing right now. Yeah, man, got to give it to him as a. I wouldn't even say a Wiggins hater. I just felt like, you know, the K-pop stands got my guy out of there. Um, but, yeah, I just got to give him credit, man. W- Wiggins just, for a guy who a lot of people thought did not love basketball, the passion and effort he's playing with, you know, he's just shutting a lot of people up. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. That's what you want to see at, the, at this level. Exactly, man. Shout out. Shout out. What they call them? Two-way wigs. Two-way wigs, man. Canada's finest. You already know what it is, man. Maple <laughs> Jordan. Got it. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. So now let, let's 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 move to Boston. Um, to me, if I were to just give a just an unbiased assessment, this kind of makes up for the Warriors fumbling game one because this felt like Boston was in control of the majority of the game, mm-hmm. and for the first time they didn't get absolutely blitzed in the third quarter and they still lost, which is kind of weird game. But they've been getting blitzed every third quarter. They won two of the three games. They got blitzed in the third quarter. They finally play him to a, a relative stalemate, you know, losing by a few, it's like 15 or 20. But the fourth quarter on both ends, just an absolute collapse, you know, losing shooters, um, not staying connected, guys getting easy looks, and then the turnovers all game. I think whenever they had a chance to get the lead from six to seven, eight, or double digits, somebody would throw the ball away, cross-court pass, a uh, wild drive and the contact throwing something up. Just I think the first game, this is the first game this series where it was like, you know what? The Warriors have been in the finals before and they haven't. Mm-hmm. The first this is the first game in the series be like, you know what? The, the inexperience is showing. Like this is where it really stuck out for me now. I don't know how, how did you feel about the Celtics overall. I told people, bro, and people always people always be pissing in the moment. When Marcus Smart hit that three, I said let him shoot that bullshit, bro. <laughs> I keep telling people every year, you're not going to win with Marcus Smart jumpers. I just don't understand when people will understand you're not winning with Marcus Smart jumpers, bro. You're not doing that. So if you, Marcus Smart is taking hero ball threes or he's jacking up threes in the fourth quarter, thank you very much. We'll take that. That's that's a lost possession because yeah, he's not going to hit he's not gonna hit him consistently. You know what I mean? And he's not going to be able to run crunch time offense. So you want the ball in his hands, period, point blank. You know, and then Jason Tatum, uh, they they gonna have to talk about the series he's having. Wiggins, that boy in hell, boy. He they got. So I was, that, 
That's where I was going next. Go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. Take take it there now. You know, outside of game one, where they kind of you know they're doubling, they're making him use make all types of lead passes. They, they haven't really gone back to that. You know, what I mean, you know they what? I played them straight, yeah. up, straight up. I think we both said that game one, the Warriors threw way too much at him. Yep. They just had to. I think they the big adjustment for him is making them play one on one. They're just living with him, you know, you know, taking those tough shots. I wonder, do you think he's going to have that one game? Every series he's had that one game where he's absolutely made everything. I think the uh, the game six at Milwaukee. I think that one of the series where he went absolutely crazy in the second half, barely missed a shot. Um, had him against uh, you know Brooklyn in the first round, a few big ones. Um, you got to give Wiggins credit. I mean, the playmaking's there, but the scoring efficiency is way down. He's like another game under forty percent. Um, just I don't know. He just takes a lot of tough shots. You know, he's Wiggins is not a guy he's going to be able to get great looks at. I think that's it's a combination of those three tough shots that aren't. It's not a Wiggins is not a guy you can shoot over. You know what I mean? He's six yeah, eight, he just can. like you, just as athletic. You're not going to bully him. So you know, Tatum and he's capable. If Tatum has a great game where he makes everything. He's had a few of those in the playoffs. I think the Warriors are going to live with that. But, yeah, man, you got to give Wiggs credit. I think that's what it comes down to. Yeah, Wiggs is one, it has, the, has the profile of an elite defender. When he plays like an elite defender, it's just hard to get a bucket on him because you either have to be a tough shot maker and make your shots or you have to be have supreme wiggle to generate uh, separation or have a combination of great handle, great IQ, and great strength to be able to get separation on him with your combo moves. So it's not it's not easy to get buckets on Wiggins um, and Tatum seeing that the hard way. Uh, also, I think Jalen Brown, you know, he's been he make he's been he makes some great tough buckets, especially over the course of the game. But those buckets were tough, man. And yeah. his handle still sucks. You saw Bihalica, uh told him to tear it off basically and snatch the snatch the ball from him and the ISO like it. When it gets tight and those teams are locked in and that handle is sus, it's going to be hard to just, you know, use your first step, use your athleticism and try and bully guys who are, like you said, just as big because Clay Thompson is just as big as him. So right. it, it, it's you're going to have to, like I said, either you have your wiggle, either you got your uh, combo moves with your footwork, or, you know, you just make all your tough shots because when that fourth quarter comes and the guys who – are ready to sit down, sit down, and they have the same physical attributes as you, if not better, it's going to be tough to get a bucket on them. Yeah, I mean, I, I agree. I think, and that's the thing for me, when you go against defenders like that, the criticism about the Celtics, is that my, my reason for picking the Warriors in seven, it was execution. I thought late in games, the Warriors would generate, you know, much better looks, much better actions. The Celtics, I believe their last – Four or five minutes, I was. They did not run a set. It was high ISO for JB or Tatum. It was a drive into a kickout, and somebody would just try to make something happen late in the clock. I just don't think that's sustainable late in games, and I think that's why I gave the Warriors a slight advantage in the second series. I just I want that. Watching some nerves, I'm like, if the Celtics take care of the ball, they're, they're up double digits going into the fourth. You know what I mean? I, I think that's you know. That's your takeaway from Boston. I think you just the main thing that Udoka would harp on is, you know, taking care of the ball, you know, be okay. But is this just who they are as a young team or what? 
it's it's they young team they don't have a point guard so you know what I mean so you always gonna have yeah. these issues with the lack of experience with the lack of uh, playmaking and facilitation at the guard spot it's, just, it's you're always gonna run into these issues offensively that's always been Boston's Achilles heel in the era of the uh, the Jays it's just that lack of facilitation the lack of experience when it comes to running your sets in crunch time it, it becomes a lot of ISO ball every single time. Yeah, that was the yeah. I thought that was just weird to me to see Boston, you know, the ball into that. And shout out Biggs, man. I remember he he came he got a lot of flack for saying Tatum was more Paul George than KD, but man, he he might not be lying. Look at the shot profile. So I, you know, I know Biggs kind of got you know eviscerated for that take, but I mean, it's kind of covered true. Yeah. Man, it, it, this is a fun series. I'm not going to hold you. As much, as much as these teams are my ops, I'm enjoying the games, man. Yeah, yeah this is really – I think, you know, even the the non-competitive games, they're, 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 it's well played for the most part, you know, save a few. It's not like super sloppy or just over from the jump. I think they're mostly well played. So I think that's – you know, they've been entertaining in, in, in that regard. Mm-hmm. It's, you know, it's – it's crazy. It's crazy to see how how you know how like how, how much Boston has improved over the years in terms of Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown and how they're able to pitch tough shots in the fourth quarter to overcome you know the lack of facilitation, the lack of of, right. of, a, of a point guard because you know in, in the back in the back in the past you would have seen a lot more Marcus Smart hero ball. <laughs> the Jays are the default a lot more. You know, even though they couldn't get a bucket this fourth quarter, I did like the fact that they were trying to, to win the game. You know, they were trying to get something. They were trying to get their shots off. And, they were, and, you know, they were getting to their spots on something and they just couldn't hit, you know what I mean? So I think if you're a Boston fan, it's just one of those things where, hey, make or miss leads. The Jays couldn't hit in the fourth, and you just hope that they hit next game. All right. Um, transitioning to game five here. Got a couple of days off. It's on Monday. Who do you have in game five? I got game five, man. I, I mean, I have Warriors and seven. But, you know, if Warriors win game five, I really think we're going to see something special from Killa in, in game six, bro. Like, okay. So I, I think I won't be shocked if the Seas win game five. And then Killer gives us an all-timer in Game Six, and we go to Game Seven. Well, uh, I'm sticking with Warriors in Seven. I think the home team wins uh, the rest of the way. I'm looking forward to the rest of the series. I think the games will be closer now. Um, I think somebody said it best. At this point in the series, they know each other's stuff. You know, personnel, the rotations will be tweaked, but everything scouted. I think it's just going to be. A lot of rock fights, man, and, and just a lot of battle of wills for the rest of the way. So that's yep. kind of where I am with the series going forward. And I think I like the Warriors in seven. I think uh, they'll be able to generate better looks with their offense late in games. And that's just, you know, how, how I feel going forward. Um, before we get out of here, Kings, my brother. Yeah. yeah. This is episode 100, bro. Man. <laughs> 100 of them things, huh? This is episode 100. Um, we got to say, any of you guys who've never hit play at some point or tapping with us on the live shows, we definitely appreciate you. Again, this is a 
it's been like three straight record months uh, of, of listening numbers on the pod. Man, shout out Blue Wire for uh, keeping us on the team. We renewed with them in, in January for another year, so I'm excited to stay with the Blue Wire family. Um, but yeah, man, we definitely appreciate all you guys who've ever tapped in or, or hit listen, man. That's that's you know for me. Real talk though, I mean, it's 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 the love, the dedicated listens, the real feedback, the interactions, man. That's what's keeping this all going. We appreciate y'all, man. Facts. Um, we will be back Monday live after game swing game five. And uh, y'all be safe. We are out of here. Appreciate y'all. Peace, y'all. Peace, y'all.